0: Why waste time. Waste time. it doesn't make any sense. Discovery, Houston. Press to ATR.
1: 3, 2, one. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Life Out of the Box. How are you today, Quinn?
0: Doing fine, my love. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm looking forward to this convo, which I do want to keep it more on the surface level side of things because we can get really deep into this mystery of life
0: yeah and it's one of the biggest mysteries out there still today it's amazing we're talking about the mysterious anonymous creator of bitcoin satoshi nakamoto yes
1: so in 2008 he wrote a white paper on bitcoin and he launched bitcoin in i believe it was january 2009 and he remained, he, no one knows who he is. That is a pseudonym. Satoshi Nakamoto is a pseudonym. And I keep on saying he.
0: I know. I was going to say, you keep on saying he. It is, it, we don't know if it's a he. We don't know if it's a she. We don't know if it's a group of individuals. So yes. pardon our you know, ignorance on <laughs> <laughs> pronouns, basically, yeah, right we're now. Trying. We're trying. I might use she. You might use he. But we're talking about the same person because we really don't know who this person is at all. And, right. But we do know, like John said, Bitcoin paper was published in 2008, bitcoin.org.
1: Mm-hmm. website
0: was created in august of 2008 but the first bitcoin was distributed um january 2009 and satoshi nakamoto was a part of uh, another thing we know is that satoshi nakamoto was a part of this group called cypherpunks mm-hmm. um cypherpunks are is a group group of individuals who've been around you know for a while 80s 90s um who basically um advocate for individual privacy through the use of cryptography right and so he, this person was a part, or this group was part of this movement online. And, um, you know, it was one of the more profound events that ever happened. So this happened, I mean, the white paper came out in 2008 amidst the financial crisis.
1: Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like this white paper just came out of nowhere. This was a long time coming. There's a lot of attempts to create digital cash that was decentralized, but it was Satoshi who put it all together to make it so that it actually worked and it's been working since two thousand nine. I mean decades later. Will it continue to be the number one cryptocurrency? We shall see.
0: That's yet to be determined. But I do find this really interesting as well, and we'll go into like what we think who we think is Satoshi Nakamoto will may not be a little bit but I'm not
1: gonna go into all the details of everything. This is not an investigation. I love yeah. investigating podcasts, but we could literally have a whole, a whole season. Yeah. On this, But we just want to have a light conversation because I think I know a few of your comments are like very, very thought-provoking to say the least. Yes,
0: well, I do think when the first, this is interesting, when the first Bitcoins were issued in January of 2009, embedded in the first Bitcoin code was the message, Chancellor on brink of second bailout for banks, Hmm. which hinted at the Bitcoin's creation was prompted by the 2008 financial crisis so that no one would ever... I mean, that's in the code forever. It's Mm -hmm, like, you know, mm -hmm. Bitcoin blockchain is immutable. Once it's in there, it's not going to ever be changed. But it's really interesting that like the Genesis had that code. The Genesis block had that code in it. Um, Just so I guess to probably just capture that moment of history and time as to why this is so needed. This is Mm. a financial crisis. Bailouts are going to happen for the banks and the auto industry. Something's, this is, this is a a catalyst moment, right? So, um, yeah, really, really interesting. And there are lots of different, I mean, theories have been spun around all over about who Satoshi Nakamoto is. But I think the coolest thing to me is that Satoshi Nakamoto is still anonymous. There's not one person to place blame on for anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, in a weird way, humans tend to, you know, come together and no matter how brilliant or amazing the founder of something is, eventually... We kind of have our own critiques and we yeah. have, you know...
1: A, hero or villain.
0: Hero or villain, right? And so by removing oneself away from it and never actually being... Like no one can actually say who this person is.
1: And this technology enables him to or her to do so.
0: Exactly. It is really truly owned by the users and not owned or created by any one entity. Mm-hmm. It is now for the people.
1: Right. It's so everyone's. it is estimated that Satoshi Nakamoto owns about 1,100,000 Bitcoin, which is getting pretty damn close to about like $70 billion worth of Bitcoin, which is crazy, because if you look at like the top Forbes list, he's up there. I'm pretty sure he's in the top 10, but just to be safe, I'll say in the top 20. Yeah. And he or she hasn't spent a single, a single coin, like not even a portion of it, none of it at all. This individual kept them all, and... We shall see it, it. So it makes it makes you think, one, is this individual alive? Because mm-hmm. if they're dead, then no wonder they're not spending it. And then those Bitcoins are just gone to waste. And there's a total of 21 million Bitcoin that will ever be created. If he's taken away 1.1 million, now there's a total of 20 million that will be in circulation. Yeah. So first question, is he alive or dead or her? Second question is why, if he, if he or she is still alive, why haven't they spent any of their Bitcoin? What do you think?
0: Uh, well, I really think that this is bigger than the individual or groups, group of individuals who created this. And mm. I think that there's an understanding of that when this was actually released to the world that this is going to be something much bigger. And in order for it to actually reach the level where it can change the world. Mm. It has to continue evolving with, like, without the founder. Mm-hmm. As soon as that Bitcoin gets removed, whoa, it's public. We all know it. We're all going to see it and find it and right. whatnot. But I think that if the person's still alive, there's still more time. There's, there's a, it's a, it's a long-term game here. Yeah, this isn't short-term. And it, in the creation of Bitcoin, I mean, at least in my opinion, and this has a lot to do with the fact that it, the founder is still anonymous. Mm-hmm. Really, is not about wealth creation for a single individual or yeah. a group of individuals. It's about, it's about wealth redistribution and about access to m- money. That's, you know, that's not controlled by a central entity, mm-hmm. right? That is actually controlled by everyone. It's a huge idea, huge mm-hmm. that is actually working. It's never been hacked. Yeah. So there's still a long way to go obviously, but Bitcoin has been around for over 10 years now. Yeah. And so yeah, 10 years and the person's never actually touched it. Well, Obviously, this is for the long term. This is something that is, it it needs more time to evolve. I mean, Mm. the U.S. dollar took longer than 10 years to evolve, you know. I mean, every major currency takes a lot of time to evolve. And in order for it to really truly be something that is decentralized and owned by no one, one person or there's one person doesn't control more of it than anyone else, Mm -hmm. which obviously he doesn't. You know, I mean, he doesn't, he or she doesn't own like 50% of it. It's it's a large amount for sure. Right, yeah. But I don't know. It, it's it's a very interesting conundrum of like where, how is this money ever going to get moved?
1: Mm. Well, I don't know. I'm curious about what's going to happen with it. But I do think I have, well, I have a lot of respect for the fact that none of it's been spent. Me too. And wh- I don't know if we'll ever find out. I don't know if it will ever be spent. I mean, that's another question yeah. in itself too. So. That's one thing that's thought-provoking. The other thing that we have a little bit of a... There was a, a mainstream story of a Newsweek article that thought they discovered who Satoshi Nakamoto is. And there is a real guy called Satoshi Nakamoto who was in California... I believe he's like a, a researcher, really smart guy.
0: Yeah, he was a computer scientist from Japan who yeah. lived in, in 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 California. I think it was Silicon Valley, and so it was like okay, connecting the dots, but kind of in a weird, ignorant way. Where mm-hmm. it's like if you really followed the story, like there are there are things that Satoshi Nakamoto made public to kind of, I mean, did a great job of staying anonymous. No mm-hmm. one can actually still figure it out, obviously, but you know, I just think that that was to publish a story and say this is satoshi nakamoto Mm -hmm. was pretty bold right and it was not satoshi nakamoto the guy a poor guy like was completely bombarded by so much media
1: yeah he did get sushi though he did get free sushi he he said i will do an interview with whoever as long as you buy me lunch and he wanted sushi for lunch
0: yeah he said one time i'll do an (laughs) interview one time and one time only to tell all of you yeah you have to buy me lunch that I'm not Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah. And yeah, I mean his life was turned upside down from that, and which is, you know, well, an he, uglier side of a media a bad it, media story. It
1: also got turned upside down in a good way because a lot of donors gave him Bitcoin. Yeah. Right after just because they felt bad that he had to deal with that and poof, man, did Bitcoin go up. After that article came yeah, out. so big time. He, did, he did pretty good.
0: There's also another mainstream individual who tried to claim that he was Satoshi Nakamoto. Still claiming. Still claiming. And obviously, honestly, if you're claiming that you're Satoshi Nakamoto and you, you don't understand the ethos of Bitcoin, it, you're fraud.
1: You're talking about the Australian guy? The Australian guy, Craig. Craig, yeah. yeah Craig. That's what I
0: was going to say. <laughs> he's a guy from Australia named Craig and he's really into, um, what is it, Bitcoin Cash or something like yeah, that? Yeah,
1: he's a big investor yeah. into it, but... He claims to be Satoshi, and he just gets eaten up alive every time.
0: It was super simple. The developer said, okay, if you're Satoshi Nakamoto, give us your private key that opens the Genesis block. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Do you have it or not? And he didn't have it. so Well,
1: he never gave it. Well. We don't know. He doesn't have it. Yeah, I don't think it's him. You don't think it's him. Definitely don't think it's him. I think he's the most arrogant guy.
0: I do too, but I I think that there are people who do know Mm. who are still alive. Okay. Um, but, and those are probably, if I were to guess, some of the cypherpunks, the old school cypher, f- cypherpunk guys.
1: Yeah. Well, John McAfee named a few people that, John McAfee is the virus guy who ended up dying this year. The, kind the of
0: computer a, website, uh, uh, computer virus software guy, McAfee. Software. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And he said, there's only a few cypherpunks around at that time that were doing work on this. You can get to a very small group of individuals and you're saying that those Individuals that are still alive most likely they know who it is But that would probably be the only people that I feel confident may know and I'm not even sure if they fully know But yeah, and it could be all of them. It could all of them could have been working together To you know create the name Satoshi Nakamoto as if it's one individual and that is a very possible um, Outcome as well.
0: It really is. Yeah, so it could be a group of people I also I I love the the idea too, and I don't know why this is something that I love. Well, probably it's it's self-explanatory. That mm. why couldn't Satoshi Nakamoto be a woman?
1: Mm.
0: And I think that because automatically, I and mean, you read an article after article, you watch videos and whatnot who cover what who is Satoshi Nakamoto, who even just like just generally graze upon the fact that that was the founder they always use the pronoun he and of course technology has been dominated mostly by males right and cypherpunks i mean i don't know i can't name a single woman who was a part of the cypherpunk movement however there are some interesting ideas out there about you know how could it it could be a woman and how how unassuming that would be how easy that would be to be anonymous you shouldn't
1: dismiss it i I think that's the most important part of it it's like the Da Vinci Code, you're, you know, the the book, the movie, I think it's a beautiful conclusion that there's the, uh, what was it, Jesus's wife that helped carry on the legacy of Jesus. And it's like kind of making you switch where you're always thinking of the male, the male, the male, but no, it's the female yeah. that was meant to be worshipped. And so I think that it's important that people consider that as a possibility do you want to name maybe one person who it could be?
0: Yeah, well, I I had this weird theory where, you know, g- digging into this and really both of us went down this yeah. rabbit hole big time. This is a light time. conversation. So, li- so, so okay. we're going light. Well, there was this guy who was a part of the cypherpunk movement. We'll probably do a whole episode on him. His name is Hal Finney. Mm-hmm. And he had a wife who was very, very close, very smart as well, into yeah. computer science and, and cryptography as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was always known as one of, like, Probably number two. He was the first person to receive Bitcoin, essentially. Yeah. And so looking at him, he actually, um, unfortunately, came down with ALS mm-hmm. and then ended up freezing his body. But his wife lived on. And his wife was very much a part of this whole, of his life this whole time. I mean, they were basically at the same level in terms of cryptography and computer science, engineering, mm. and whatnot. So just perhaps. To, perhaps. I don't know. Well, you know... He I, was, to... like,
1: crazy next level. Yeah. Like, he was top-tier mathematician cryptographer. Yep. And, you know, it's like Einstein and his wife yep. for a while, they were like tag team duo. No one knows about the wife at all. I know. So what if?
0: I know. You never know. But I think that that is, I mean, it's just, a, I mean, why couldn't it be? And it would be unassuming. It would just, because you just see photos of her with Hal as she's taking care of him, you know, in, at the end of his life. And um, I don't know. It, to me, the ethos of, of a matriarch, of, of, of a female, is a bit more about, you know, the community
1: right mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're
0: the ones who give birth give life and so giving birth and life to a new currency that is as that has the potential that bitcoin does to really change the world in the way that we all you know do things online right it just it makes it you know it's it's a hypothesis it's not you know it's yeah. really not there's no real like ground information like facts right. for me to actually say this is definitely it but it's just kind of fun to well, imagine it it's,
1: it's more than fun i think that it it serves a purpose in helping people remove their automatic bias. Yeah. very and true. And I really want individuals when they're, if we want to see more women in tech or we want to see more minorities in tech, then we have to embrace all possibilities of it. And yeah. just because you think it's this doesn't mean that it has to be that way. That's you know what true. I mean?
0: Representation matters. And so, in a way it, it does help perpetuate the anonymity of, satoshi nakamoto so yeah. it kind of makes sense
1: so for, first off i want to mention we're we're probably not going to name our specific individual of who we believe it is yeah because you know i think it's a good thing i, I want people to find their own little yeah they should little, go look g- it up get curious but i do want to jump into a little fun thought and this one we heard and if you think about it it's really deep yeah and what is the possibility oh man i don't even want this is like Terminator. Here we go. Yeah. What if Bitcoin was created by artificial intelligence, and it is there? This by creating Bitcoin, it's it's their way of kind of helping them, the the AI gain more power in the future. So funny. Well, it really is th- thought provoking because you it think is. about it. Because then we're dependent on artificial intelligence, you know, for money and transactions it's like whoa
0: yeah which which lives in the metaverse which is digital only right so our dependency becomes digital only and what happens after that that's Mm -hmm. where that's the only way that ai could actually really truly gain control right if you start with the money you got it all right right? And, and it is it's when john told me this i laughed so hard i was like that is it's not it's hilarious to me because it is so thought provoking and you're like, well, yeah. I mean, if AI was programmed even to say, okay, we want you to make sure that humanity lives on forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, would that be the reason why they created digital currency? Because humans, the human flaw of of being in charge, a central entity being in charge, AI basically digested that and the analysis was like, that's not good. Everyone mm-hmm. should probably share it. Or the other alternative, like you said, would be, for AI to actually gain more control because humans want more order and control.
1: Well, the, the reasoning why AI would do it is is fun to play around with. Yeah. But let's go to the capabilities of artificial intelligence. AI is really good at solving problems. And if you look at what Bitcoin is, it's combining two really complex problems into one solution that enables so... it. It becomes gold 2.0 or 3.0 and if does AI have the ability to do so I Think it could I mean I watched it beat the best go player on from uh, one of the documentaries They were so good at playing beating anyone at chess everything any type of game like that that can be really complex I don't see why they couldn't do that now. They're reading all the academic papers to find solutions I mean, what is yeah. it IBM Watson? Yeah, this is very possible and then the other factor that uh ai can do which i don't think a lot of people give them credit for is they can actually write a whole story they can write a full book based on others books yep. and you look at this getting a little wild, but you there you can go on amazon right now and you can find books that were written by artificial intelligence and mm-hmm. some of them have really good reviews it's yep. like kind of crazy so it is. is it possible yes do i think it is no is it fun and thought-provoking absolutely feel free to dig down that rabbit hole (laughs) but it is a fun one for sure it really
0: it really is it almost i mean it really does put you right in the heart of like some sci-fi you know hbo show or documentary or movie you know in general and but you know we are we have accelerated our behavior to being online mostly Mm -hmm. and especially in the last year and a half but this you know, it's it's all very, very fun. I highly recommend anyone who has not gone down this rabbit hole to do it. You know, make sure you limit your time on it because you can really go very yeah. deep. But it's, it's fun. It's thought-provoking. And to me, it's one of the things that really makes Bitcoin truly, I mean, there's a lot of things that make Bitcoin really exciting for the future. Mm-hmm. But to me, the imagined order that we have, a hierarchical order in terms of like a centralized, order or even a democratic order where it's all for the people mm-hmm. no one has ever not claimed the credit right like satoshi nakamoto in terms of an idea and the implementation of an idea that truly has the potential to change the world
1: for the better
0: for the better we think
1: yes so i mean we can keep going on we could do a four-hour episode i said we could do a season on this. we
0: could do a whole season but on we're a... <laughs> not gonna do it
1: <laughs> but we you never just know. wanted to have a light convo Maybe uh, get you all looking in the rabbit hole, seeing what you find. And if you have any guesses as to who uh, you think it is, let us know.
0: Yeah, let us know. We'd love to hear them. And we look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Bye.
1: Bye.